What to Do Art community. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Pure Radio. This is your boy Joseph Octaviani, as it always is. And on episode 62, today we have a very special guest. We have my boy who goes by the name of Fresco. He is a producer. He is co-founder of a record label over in New York. So you can already tell this is going to be a lot of game for musicians and producers. Now, everybody can take away things from this episode, of course, but it definitely is geared towards musicians and producers. If you have any homies like that, please send them over this episode because I know they're going to be able to benefit from this. All right. So we go into a couple different things. We go into the different ways of getting paid behind uh, producing and just music. We go into the importance of confidence and the importance of consistency. Um, I even dropped some game for my dads out there. So this is a must, must listen episode. But before we get into all that, let me make my money real quick. Roll over this this ad, <laughs> turn the volume down. I ain't tripping, but just let me make my money that we go into the episode. All right, let's go. Appreciate that, man. Sure, and that's man. crazy. It's true. Experience, experience definitely is your best teacher, bro. And that's something that I've been um, embracing more, like yeah. just doing, doing, doing. Because studying is good. Being behind a book and reading is good. But you're not doing anything. You're just sitting down reading a book instead of going out there and trying <laughs> shit and maybe fucking up or maybe getting it right off rip. Yeah. <clears throat> so I learned that, bro. And I guess we'll get more into that when once the podcast starts because I feel like that's a gem yeah. when it comes to like what I'm doing with the record label. Because, bro, literally. All right, let's start right now. Go ahead. Do your thing. Go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's start right now. We go ahead. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Perfect intro. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that pressure on me, man. <laughs> Um, oh man! I mean, how do you go about? Did you introduce me or something? Nah, uh, bro, you introduce yourself, man. We gonna you gonna finish your thought though. You gonna finish your thought, and then after that's why I like to do a mid conversation uh, because when I don't like to, I don't like people to think of this as like an interview. I want people to think of this just as a conversation, but an educational conversation. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I do it kind of like mid convo because I want you, I want to catch you in stride. You know what I'm saying? And then after I'm be like, oh, on that thought, right, that's that's my man. You go ahead, you introduce yourself. I don't like to introduce people. I'm I'm not gonna speak for you. So you know, go ahead and finish your thought. I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you could <laughs> see now you put the pressure on me. Man. Pressure makes diamonds, my brother. Pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> go ahead, introduce yourself, man. Who are you, bro? What do you do? What's your passion? What What would you say is your passion? And what is it that you do? And who are you? How would you describe yourself? My name is Fresco. I'm a music producer. Um, I make beats. I actually wear a lot of different hats. But my main passion is music production. I've been doing that since, I want to say, 2012. I was, uh, I believe, 16 years old, junior in high school. I just started with a laptop that broke down every 30 minutes. I had um, iPod headphones. I didn't have any fancy gear, nothing. And I had a bootleg version of FL Studio. And I just started making beats that way. And, and as I 
kept on doing it, kept on doing my research, I started buying like equipment, upgrading and, you know, building little by little. And I guess now I'm also a co-owner of a record label called By Any Means Records. Um, that's an official title. So yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> who I am and what I'm up to right now. <laughs> That's an official title. So what? There's there's two things. There's two things that I try to highlight, um, before we we drop gems, is of course how you got started and what you do, right? Um, but also your bigger why. That's the the bigger why. The thing that charges you up. The thing that keeps you doing what you are doing. You know what I'm saying? What is gotcha. that why? So. So why I started? Why you? Um, yeah, why you started and why you keep going? What's what's that bigger why? Gotcha. So when I was in high school, bro, I was a junior, and you know, next year is senior year, and I started thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I'm not really doing anything. All I did was play video games and hang out with my boys <laughs> after school. So I really didn't have like anything going for me. I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I get out of high the high school. I was thinking to myself, like, man, uh, like, do I have any talents, like, anything that defines me? Mm. So I was in the search for that, like, That's what defines me? And I, I guess also was just watching other kids. Like, I'll see, like, oh, he's a basketball player. He's a football player. He's on track. He does this, that, and the third. He's in band. And I'm like, yo, I'm just a regular dude. Like, what's the point of just being this cool dude who just hangs out? And, like, I was like, all right, I need, I need to find something to do. Yeah. So I explored music. And to tell you the truth, when I was young, when I was growing up as a child, I really, like, never cared for music that much, which is the weirdest thing ever. I was into sports. I was athletic. I liked playing baseball. I played baseball my entire life. Like, I'm Dominican, so that's, like, it's a given. Like, that's, like, you're born to play that shit. (laughs) You're born with a a glove and a baseball bat in hand, bro. So (laughs) that was my thing all the time, man. And then I just stopped playing sports in high school, and it it was just, like, a, I guess it was self-discovery. And found music through, I want to say, J. Cole. I, I started listening to J. Cole. And Cole, he had a similar, like, he has a lot of similarities to my lifestyle and my upbringing. And then I heard that he started out making beats before he rapped. I so know. I was like, oh, making beats, that's cool. So I was like, I think I could do that. So I did my research. But, um, I mean, got FL Studio pirated. I bought it later on. But I got that <laughs> shit. Started fucking around. I'm like, okay, that's this is dope. Cool. And um that's what got me started, I guess, is trying to find myself. Finding, um, finding your way, finding your uh Finding, finding my your way, passion. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I needed a purpose. Then you asked me why I do it for the like the the, the sole purpose. Um Have you found it? Have you found I feel like that changes every time. Yeah. It changes as I go, as I progress, it always mm. changes. But right now, I've always wanted to inspire kids that look just like me, that might be going through the same thing I went through when I was that age. But I guess my purpose, honestly, is to it's to inspire, bro. It really is. At the end of the day, it's to inspire. It's to... 
to bring something back to the community. Give I feel like that's the best, like, that's the best reward is to inspire the community and show them, like, look, you could do this if you really work hard for it. And the money is cool, but it's what you do with the money. So I have dreams of doing things with that money. Like, I want to teach kids financial literacy. I want to teach them all of these, like, fundamentals that they don't really teach you in school. And then when you graduate, you end up fucked up. You're in debt. You are... You know, you're just making terrible moves that don't really help you progress. Shit that they teach other nationalities, you feel me? They teach yeah, different yeah. demographics, these things, and they're good. Like, they get off, they, they're doing good. They do great in life. But we're stuck. We have the, the short end of the stick. So I yeah. want to figure out a way that, okay, how can I bring this back to the community and teach them? I guess it's giving back. Yeah, <laughs> I guess giving that's, back at the end of the, the day. Back. <laughs> giving back. I'm glad you say that because one of the things we're going to be talking about, one of the things I want to talk about right now actually is getting paid as a producer. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how the fuck y'all get paid. I mean, is it by the beat? Yeah, is it by, you know what I'm saying? So if I was, the whole the whole intention behind this podcast is if I was a young producer and I just started, someone just like you, right? And I and I listen right. to this, what what can I take away about getting paid what do i need to know about getting paid what do i need to know about you know uh like contracts or i don't know how y'all get paid you know how do you explain that you know it's crazy i keep on learning about this like that's the thing about music is a never-ending learning process bro mm. it's a journey of just experiences and learning so what i would say is the basic 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 way that you could get paid as a producer so let's say you're working with a major artist. Um, you could collect royalties on the mechanical side and on the publishing side. So oh, let me see if I can break it down because yeah. this shit is confusing. Before but that, how, how do you, so do you have the song and you're like, or you have the beat and you're like, yo, I could give this to you if you do this or like, how does that work? Do you record it and then you'll be like, all right, we're talking about payment or is that beforehand? Honestly, bro, that's the thing. You sorta so when you send when you send something out to an artist, if they if they rocking with it, they'll hop on it. For example, major artists, uh-huh. if they they're rocking with it, they'll record a song, and most likely they won't even reach out to you. It'll be their manager, it'll be somebody around them in their circle. They'll reach out, be like, "Yo, this song is gonna come out on this project." Um, we need all your information and then you send out your your you know everything that you need to send out yeah, so yeah. your if you have a publish your publishing inf- info you send um you send them your BMI information as um your PRO so perform those are performance royalties another set of royalties so the paperwork yeah. they pretty much will hit you up fill out the paperwork sign any contracts if they're gonna give you an advance they'll give you an advance and um by then you just work things out with the with the lawyer and whatnot so when it comes to selling beats if that i don't know if that's what you were asking me if it comes when it comes to selling beats, it could go many ways man i've heard of producers that have a manager that handle all their business and there's some producers who take it upon themselves and they'd be like yo uh this is how much i want for this and then if the artist really fucking with them they'll be like yeah it's all about knowing your worth at the end of the day but I will tell you this. A lot of times, it's um, it's just a collaboration, bro. Like, 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you bring money at first, like it kind of like ruins the vibes. You try to keep that at the end. Like once the product is done, you guys talk about it. But that's why you know they always say fuck with somebody that you know fucks with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure that shit is that shit is genuine. I don't like doing shit just off the just to be professional. Like, I want I want a, a energy exchange. I want I want an experience. I want somebody that I can connect with. You know what I'm saying? That's important yeah, to me because yeah, yeah. I think that goes. You can see it and you can hear it and feel it and whatever it is that you guys are making. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a gem right there. It's, it's, unpack, it's, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it definitely is a lot to unpack. I didn't I didn't know that. There's there's a lot of different ways. So selling so selling beats, it sounds like, would be I I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do the other one. I wouldn't want to do the royalties. Is that can some can everybody uh, get that, or do you have to have like a certain level of uh, I don't know brand or experience, nah, or, or how does that work? You you get what you negotiate, bro. There, oh, there you go. It's with anything in business. You get what you negotiate. If you don't know about these things, then then you know they're not gonna introduce it to you. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. You're, you're owed this much. Like if you know your shit and you come in prepared and you let them know, like, yo, I got this information here. Um, I got I got my paperwork, like, let's get this done right, then they'll know, and then they rather, like, one thing that I've noticed is that they rather get the paperwork done right than have to deal with the lawsuit or just problems down sure. the line. Because <laughs> it's going to cost them more money. It's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, I would say you get what you, you, you get what you're, what you negotiate, so. That's a gem, bro. Major, but even in an independent, in an independent setting, you you are owed a percentage of the master recording, which is the final song. What you hear on the radio is the commercial product that you ship out, and you're owed a percentage of the publishing wow. um, copyright, which is the actual composition. So you know how like back in the days, uh, music was written out in like sheets, like they'll have the little notes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So that's writing that's you're writing music so that's considered a composition but now it's on a digital format that's still considered the sheet of the music so you're you're entitled to that so it's two sides of of like a token like imagine a, a quarter you're owed 50 percent of the head and then percent of the tail wow that's I scratch that. but i mean i mean <laughs> you like owe a fraction of it i get you you definitely example, owe a fraction of it it might not it might not go that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> but you definitely owe a, a, a fraction. There you go. You're a percentage. My fault, my fault. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> but um, I didn't know. Okay, so anybody could do it. Anybody. You just got to know your knowledge. Yeah, like you said, you just got to know your shit. So study. That's a gem right there. Study, study, study the legal side, the business side of things. Please don't get fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's been happening for too long. It happens, bro, but that's the thing. It's, it happens to people that don't know what they're doing. They don't got a lawyer on their side. It's And, it, and even then, it, shit will happen. But the thing is, if you have a lawyer, and he's a good lawyer or she, they'll get you straight. You feel me? For real. If you don't, don't want to, yeah, just pay the yeah, professionals yeah. to get you straight because they're going to get you straight. <laughs> for real, for real. I think Wayne, actually, yeah. I think Wayne talked about that. He was like uh, a good... Is a good manager. There you go. Listen to your manager, and a good manager will take you a very far ways. I heard Wayne talking about that. 
And I was like, well, I mean, that's one way. That's one way to do it. But if you, like you said, invest in a good attorney, I've met a couple of great attorneys since I've been in Southern California. Because there's a lot of fucking attorneys out here. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But like when it comes to getting paid, there's a lot. There's, there's other avenues too, bro. It's not just music. It's not just getting records with artists. Got sync licensing, which mm. means getting your getting your beats think to TV shows, movies, um, oh, radio shit. jingles, and there's more money in that than actually selling records, which is was trippy because you wouldn't even think of that. But they pay a lot more. For example, if you um, if you let's say you re- you make the theme song for a popular TV show, for example, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and that's the show that was hot when it came out. You're gonna get royalties for every single time that 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 um that that TV shows airs. Wow. So if it airs every Monday, every Monday you're you're making money. Oh, now, let's say that. So it, using that show as an example, it kept on going, bro. You had reruns. So if it's a show that keeps on playing forever and ever and ever, those are royalties that you're collecting for as long as that show is on on air so what sync licensing is signed out a lot of people damn. don't know about that. it's very lucrative how do you get into that so that's another jump how do you need a manager it's do you so need like easy, a bro like you don't need none of that bro like that's the thing i don't I, you don't need a manager you could get one you could use that as a, you could use that tool but a lot of these things you could do yourself there's um courses that people sell with this mm. information, but honestly, you could just look it up on Google, learn it on YouTube. It's all about reaching out, networking. At the end of the day, you gotta reach out to um, music supervisors. Uh, so that's where you can start figuring out go. the rest. Google music supervisors, and those are the people that look for music to place on TV shows, movies, radio jingles, etc. That is. You pitch your music. I have a boy that pretty much blew up because of that. And that's another that's this okay, I'm gonna drop another gem for artists. I have a boy who does um reggae music. He I remember I met him, I wanna say maybe two thousand and two thousand and seventeen. I met him at a studio. He came fresh from Jamaica, bro. Fresh from Jamaica, wow. he didn't have the crib, nothing. He was sleeping in the studio and had a duffel bag with clothes and whatnot. So fast forward to 2019, he released a song and Apple, I'm talking about Apple, reached out to him. And they were like, yo, we want to use your song on our commercial for the brand new AirPods. I don't know if you've seen that commercial. It's like a guy who's like, He's like falling in, uh, out, out the sky or some shit like that. Yeah, it's an yeah. AirPod commercial. I remember that He's shit. He's like walking up buildings and shit like that. So that little like Jamaican-ish rhythm that that, 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 that commercial had, that's my boy. So guess what happened? They paid him for that, you know, cool, whatever. But it's Apple. A lot of people around the world heard that and they liked the song. So guess what they did? Shazam. They hit Shazam, found out who the artist was. Yo, literally, it was like overnight, he was verified on Instagram, verified on Twitter. His following grew to thousands, and he started touring around the world. What the fuck? Off of a commercial. 
Oh, man. In commercial through his fan base around the world, and now he's a recording artist, and he's touring, and he's making tons of fucking money. Wow. Off of a commercial. A lot of people, they be worried too, they focus too much on like the SoundCloud, and oh, I gotta get an alien artist, see me. Bro, sometimes you need Apple to be like, yo, let's put you on a commercial. Let's put your song in a commercial. So that's another jump. Yeah, (laughs) or even smaller ones. Just go being proactive with smaller ones, like boom, 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 and then getting your name out there like that. Either way, you can get one huge one like Apple, or you can get a couple different smaller ones. And I didn't even know that was an avenue, bro. Or well, I mean, I knew of course that was a business, but I didn't really know that side. That's I didn't. Wow, that's crazy, bro. You just dropped a major, major key. It's there's so many different ways to do it, bro. And the name of the game is exposure. So if you're a producer, like these are like the most important gems of this podcast, bro. Just marketing is putting putting your your brand in the eyes of people that give a fuck about what you're doing. Mm. So you gotta know who those people are. So if you're a trap producer, put your shit in front of rappers that like trap beats. Don't put it in front of dudes that are doing R&B or country or whatever the fuck they might be doing. Um, put it in the eyes of people that care about what you're doing and put it in as many avenues as possible. Think about it as a billboard. You're driving down the highway, you see a billboard, and then you just you just want to get the brand in front of people who care, who care, who even care about what that billboard says. So with social media, you could target that. You have less eyes that don't care looking at it, and you could have more eyes that care to peep it. So use every avenue. YouTube, put your beats on YouTube because there's people on there looking for beats. Put it on Instagram because there's people on there trying to like see what producers are doing. Put it on Twitter. Put it everywhere that there's an artist, and eventually it'll compound. The more you do it, the more consistent you are, the more people you will attract. And then you can make money from those avenues. So you don't even have to make money from getting a song with the baby or the little baby. Yeah, yeah. You could do it just by, you know, putting your shit out in different avenues, different Yeah, having exposure in different platforms. Super key. Yes, have, sir. Yeah. Have, and, and being consistent, like you said, being consistent, especially with your branding, yes. so that people know what they see is you. You know what I mean? You yes, see a sir. Nike check, what you think of instantly. You know what the fuck a Nike check is. <laughs> if you see, exactly. you know, this logo, you're going to know that's fucking me. So, yeah, being consistent with that and spreading that. That's a huge key right there, too. It's, a, it's an exposure game. Mm. Also, be a human behind the logo. Don't just post your logo everywhere, bro, because mm. people yeah. relate to humans. People relate to you, who you are. They don't relate to... A, to a sign, you feel me? Like, you want to humanize it. The way that Nike humanizes their brand is that they're all about sports, you feel me? All about, like, health and, Athletes like, looking and, good and, yeah. and, and yeah, being athletic and, and, like, just doing, like, they don't just post the logo everywhere. They always have somebody running. You see a commercial, somebody running because they want you to relate to that or playing the sport, whatever the case may be. Most definitely, so, yeah, yeah. But the person behind it, show your face. A lot of producers don't like showing their face. Show them that you're real because people will relate. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. 
I like that. I love that actually. That's that's a gem right there, because when people relate, people attach, and when people relate, people learn better too. Yep. Most definitely. It's yep. emotions, bro. That's it. I can say something, and you can say something, and somebody will learn it from me and not from you, or vice versa. Just because of they can relate to you. They see you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They can relate to me. They can relate, to, and so they learn more. It's a, it's the same thing. So put in, that's important. Put a face behind it, and you know what I think about. Exactly. I don't, I don't know too many producers. You know that's funny. You one of the few producers that I know that actually put their face out there. That's hilarious that you say that because now I'm starting to think. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. I mean, for example, when you when you think of Dr. Dre, do you see a sign? Do you see a symbol, or do you see Dr. Dre's face? Most definitely. Mm. When you think of like Swiss Beats, you see Swiss's face. Yeah. You think of else can I, what other producer that's a big producer that shit? You think of Illmind. You see who you see who he is. You don't you don't see his font. You know symbol. His 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 his. Like yeah, yeah you see that as a part base. Yeah. So name any big producer. You're gonna. You see the face. That's yeah. that automatically in your head. It pops up. You that's know the branding. person. Yeah, you know the person. Yeah. Know the person. Exactly. So another thing I would recommend, bro, is if you, if you're having issues, like let's say with confidence, meant like just, just mental issues. And I don't say, that doesn't mean that you're like crazy or anything, but just like, you know, Mental health is a big thing now. Like, so if you if you just have something that you need to address that's been just hiding inside your head or or just keeps on creeping up and and and, and like if it, if it's something that's just becoming a burden, definitely read a self help book because it goes a long way. It's therapeutic. If you need to get help, if you need to talk to somebody, a friend that you could trust, a parent, or or even like an actual professional, go for that because. Not only is that going to help you, but it's going to help the people around you. Mm. Um, because you're going to do better for yourself. And then once you do better for yourself, then it like it spreads amongst your circle and whatnot. And it'll help you get, a, get ahead. Like it'll put you in the mindset, like you said. It'll put you in the mindset to be able to accomplish the things that you want to do. Mm. And it's all about confidence. You don't have confidence. If you have these limitations in your head it's all about the way you think mindset bro the perception perception mindset. Yeah, for real bro like nipsey said first you master grind and then your team catch it you gotta you gotta break the yeah, path you right. gotta break the way bro rest in peace to that man rest in peace to that king bro for rest real I, i'll quote him on probably every single one of my episodes <laughs> I, I think i've done it to to the past like five but uh yeah, that's fucking, that's a gem, bro, for real. First you master grind, then your team catch it. And it's contagious. You know what I'm saying? Lead by example. Like you said, you're giving back and you're, you're giving inspiration, but you're doing it through example. You know what I'm saying? You're doing it through experience. So that's a fucking gem, for real. Break the mold. You know what's If it wasn't for Nip, bro, I don't even think I'll be here right now, bro. Like, that's... 
I was going through I was going through a lot of 2018 and 19, bro. I was I was dealing with depression and Lip was one of the few sources, one of the couple of sources that I that I um tapped into that helped me get my mind right. Yeah. My favorite song by Nipsey is A Man While You're Young. You feel Ooh. me? He teaches yeah. you in that song tells you what to do. He tells you how to get your mind right, how to get on your hustle. He tells you every single step that you need to take on that one song. If you there's another gem for all my fellas out there, bro, like stop chasing women. Get <laughs> off that. Get off that shit. Stop it. If you really understand your purpose, Napoleon Hill talks about this too in Thinking Grow Rich. You gotta learn how to master your 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 masculine energy, your sexual energy. You gotta transmute that into your purpose, your work. Mm. If you're giving off that energy, simping online, <laughs> you know, lusting over women, you're giving off that energy. That's that's a powerful creative energy that you could put that towards your work. Mm-hmm. You could put that towards your actual like music or business, whatever it is that you're doing. Bro, don't let women be a distraction because the right woman will come to you when you align with yourself and Aligning with yourself means, like, it means, so remember how I said you are what you attract? Mm -hmm. That also means that you have to learn how to reject what you're not, or else you're going to keep attracting that and you're never going. A lot of people forget that step. They keep doing the fucked up, or not the fucked up shit, but they keep doing the shit that, that, that stagnates them. While saying like, oh, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. You have to embrace what you want to do. If you if you say, yo, if you say this is the type of man that I am, you have to be that man. You can't be tricking off and messing with women and, you know, lusting while desiring, you know, a shorty that's going to be there for you. A shorty that is not going to give you headaches, that's going to help you build an empire. And that's a, that's a jump. I... Trust me, take it from me. I used to chase women all the time, bro. <laughs> the moment I stopped, I saw my crap get better. Yeah. Literally, the moment I stopped, I stopped. And I would have women, like, throwing themselves at me. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I got to go to the studio. Now nah, I got to go do this. The moment I started behaving that way, I attract the girl that I'm with today. And she's been a blessing. So, when you least all expect I got to swear. Bro, Exactly. You have to. The only way you could align is by owning up. That's a. There's a part of it about being a man. Own 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 up to the shit that's holding you back. Accept it and be like, accept it and reject it. You feel me? Yeah. Most <laughs> accept definitely. whatever's holding you back. Reject it if it's not good for you, and only accept what you what what's for you, and you'll keep attracting it. Boom, gem. For real, the no's become more important than the yeses sometimes. Yes, sir. The no's become yes, so much more important yeah. than the yeses, bro. It's crazy. And, and more, yeah, more beneficial yes. to you. Yeah. Shout out to Nip again. Shout out to, a, no, shout out to Nip for real. I wouldn't even be speaking about it right now. I wouldn't yeah. be speaking about it, but yeah. Get your mind right. Get your grind right. But honestly, I would tell you this. Most of that information is out there. It's on Google. Mm-hmm. It's, on, it's on Twitter. It all depends about who you follow. That's another thing about networking. It all depends on who you know, who you follow, who, like, you get your information from 
from what you consume. So if you're not consuming the right info, it's like if you're consuming the wrong food, you're going to get fat. You're going to, you know, yeah. <laughs> you got to do the right stuff in, in order to, to get to get to to see whatever result you're trying to see. There you go. In yeah. yourself. That experience and then learning from that experience. That's the game. That's all it is. That's what I said. One step at a time, eventually you'll get it. Because eventually you'll stop, you'll stop, you know, tripping on that same step you've been tripping on. And then you're going to learn how to get over it. And then you're just going to keep going. So eventually you just got to be patient with it for real. And it's hard to be patient when, I feel like it's hard to be patient when, um, yeah, especially when you, when you're not, when you're not taught that for one. Because I wasn't formally taught patience, and I didn't realize you can actually teach it until I became a dad, you know. And I'm, and I'm, I can't wow. tell, you know, what I'm saying I can't tell my son to be patient if I don't show him how to be patient. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck does he know? Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So that's I, a, yeah. That's crazy, man. That's that's a whole experience right there, bro. That's 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 a big step and it's, I, it amazes me bro because I have homeboys that became fathers and I see the change right away Ooh. like I see how like it's like almost like a switch gets turned on and off like automatically and I'm like yo you were never this way like <laughs> I see that it's impressive it really is it's impressive bro man for a couple of people it can be a couple of things either it puts your back against the wall and forces you to change that can be, uh, some people yeah. do that, like, oh, shit, I need to hop on my shit now. It definitely, that was a, a slight part of me. Mm-hmm. It definitely had it did that to me. Um, and two, it, it just, for me, it was just giving him, having that will to give him what I didn't have. That's what, that's what pushed me to, to learn shit like that and just really observe him and, and learn how to be a dad and learn how to interact and love and. Um, and just understand him. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Once you once you see that, it really is a piece of you. It's it's a trip for all my dads listening out there. It really is a piece of you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and you feel it. It's something you feel. I remember when he was first born. His cries would make my chest hurt. It would give me chest pains. Oh man. Yeah. When he would like cry, cry, it would make it would give me chest pains, and I'm like, damn, he really is a part of me, and I ain't got to explain how it's a part of the the queen because you know obviously but um yeah for dad specifically um it definitely is a part of us and um we just have to have that willpower to i know you're not a dad but whenever you become one i'll drop you with this just learn like you said constantly learn learn how to be a better dad how to understand better how to listen better because that's one thing we might not, we listen in different ways. We listen with our eyes. We listen with our ears. You know what I'm saying? We watch actions and we watch ton- tonality and, and all this, right? So just be eager and willing to listen to him and listen to his tonality and his, and his movements and aneurysm, you know, there's mannerisms and all that. You know what I'm saying? That's a gem to all my fathers out there, a little <laughs> bonus content. <laughs> that's, that's- Oh, bro, that's that's important. That actually, I feel like a lot of those things translate to the business world, bro. You got to be able to read other people and, and really understand what they're trying to say because, you know, you might hear something, but their body's telling you something else. And that's how you know, like, huh, okay, something might be off. That communication, bro. Right. That bro, communication is hella key. 
as a um, gem. Uh, like Kanye said, that's it. Man, he said, as long as you know how to communicate the product, you can sell the product. As long as you know how to communicate your brand, you can sell the brand. You know what I'm saying? It's all about communication. You know, how can they reach out to you uh, with more questions or figure out you know, more about what you do? I bet. So all my social media is P-R-O-D by Fresco. So prod by Fresco. That's on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. I'm mostly on Twitter and IG, um, SoundCloud. But if you want to talk to me, you can talk. You could reach me at Twitter. Just hit me up. Be like, "Yo, say what's up, man." I always reply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show love, you Whatever. get love back. <laughs> So if you made it this far into the episode, I appreciate you. And I know Fresco appreciates you. And I hope that you were able to take away something practical from this show. I hope that you are able to take away something that you could implement into your career right now from this show. That is what is important to me. That practical knowledge, that specific knowledge that you might not find unless you pay somebody for it. <laughs> It's all free here. I want you guys to be able to capture it from Pure Radio. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you benefited from this episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and hit the share button because these ways, these simple things help spread the show, helps me reach more people and change more lives. So again, I appreciate you and you can catch me in the same spot around the same time with different guests next Saturday.